The USFL Gambling Podcast Week 6 Reaction Show on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network presented by WinBet. Bet $50 at WinBet and get $200 in free bets. Bet big, win bigger with WinBet. Download the WinBet app now or visit winbet.com. That's W-Y-N-N-Bet.com and start winning today. We're also brought to you by Sleeper. You already play fantasy on Sleeper, but now you can win cold, hard cash with their over/under game. Just head to sleeper.com/sgp on your phone to join the SGPN group, and Sleeper will automatically match your first deposit for up to a hundred dollars at sleeper.com/sgp. We're also brought to you by us. Yes, the SGPN app is live in the App Store and Google Play Store. It is free to download, and it is your home for all of our free picks and podcasts and content. So grab that thing today. And let it ride. Hey, what's up, you degenerate gamblers? This is Bill Burr, and you're listening to SGPN. Let it ride, baby. Football is a unique American experience. A game described by one turn of the century critic as crude and barbaric with little chance of survival. But survive it did. SFL gambling podcast week six recap show. My name is Colby swinging dead to dad, AKA pick Don D that's not a pick. This is a pick. Nobody knows nothing. Somebody knows double the price, but no one touches Dundee. <laughs> Another week in the books coming to you slightly late. Tried to do this on Monday, but we are booked up with some stuff. So getting into you hot off the presses on Tuesday, I am joined by my co-host, former, former JMU Duke defensive back. Give it up for the burrito eating sideline kiss, stealing wheel of dealing Patty C in the place to be. Hi. There are those who say that the fun has gone out of football, that it's become too predictable. For them, let me present 30 seconds of football, USFL style. The USFL, where football is still a game. It's still a game, Patty C, and uh, another week in the books. Dundee has had his worst week, uh, ATS. I thought I got robbed. We'll get into it. But another week in the books and uh, ratings were pretty decent, I would say, for this uh, this it's past one of the week. Games. No, I think for well, just considering that, I mean, you're not going to get all four aren't going to be home runs, all right? That's yeah. just too much other shit going on. Um, but obviously, getting the 1.2 million views, just I mean, rounding up uh, for the for the, what, the Saturday night game, and then. Uh, 
getting, uh, I don't know, like 800,000 uh, for the Saturday day game, about 700,000 for the Sunday game. And then 281,000 for the F the FS one game on Ooh, Sunday. I didn't realize it was that high. We had a 1.2 and eight and a seven. Yeah. Oh, that's solid. That's it's, solid. it's doing more than solid. I think, uh, you know, Sarah Fisher, if you're wondering who Sarah Fisher is, she's a media reporter at uh, well, a bunch of different platforms, but she's out of Washington, DC. Uh, you can find this tweet on Twitter. Patty C is that uh, she was diving into Fox as a business and she reports that Fox plans to build up a bunch of USFL teams and sell them in five to seven years. And if I quickly pull up the article, um, I believe she states that uh, where's this article that uh, let me read this part right here. I didn't realize Tubi was a Fox uh, production recently. They recent, they recently purchased that. Oh, okay. Um, but uh, one of Fox's most intriguing projects so far this year has been the rebu- rebooted USFL Spring Football League that Fox launched with a historic simulcast on NBC in April. Ratings so far have been surprisingly good, considering previous uh, previous efforts to build a Spring Football League have failed. Rupert Murdoch said Fox plans to continue building up uh, small local teams and then to potentially sell those franchises to local owners in five or seven years' time. Um, Look, uh, that's awesome. That's awesome to me. Like that's, I mean, they talk about Tom Brady, they talk about Tubi, they talk about a bunch of other stuff, but I thought the, you know, they have the rights for a bunch of other teams. So, you know, planning to keep building up. I, I wonder if we see expansion this, uh, this off season, um, they have, I believe they have the rights to the Jacksonville bulls. Uh, I believe they have the rights to the Washington Federals. I believe they have the rights to the Oakland Invaders, the Denver Gold, um, the Los Angeles Express, the Arizona Outlaws, the Chicago Blitz, the Memphis Showboats, the the did I say Oakland Invaders? I think I did. All of those they have the rights to. Hopefully they get the San Antonio Gunslingers because I think that's one of the best teams in the fucking league. Oh, oh yeah. the Memphis Showboats. I'm sorry, they have the rights to the Memphis Showboats so as well. So what is keeping them from getting the rights to the Gunslingers? Do we know? They're an arena football team right now. Ah, uh, so I don't know what would happen for them to get that. Aren't so, they a recently created arena football team? Yes, but I believe they might have paid for the rights. I'm not sure. I I, I don't know. Those dirty dogs. But getting ahead of the curve there. These damn dome football teams trying to ruin it. Um, but regardless, I think that's very encouraging news as as uh, even though they would be, you know, I think people are worried that the league, you know, with the AAF's failures, with the XFL getting hit with COVID, and then obviously the XFL coming back around, people say hey, USFL is not going to work. I think it is. And uh, I think that is pretty, uh, pretty substantial news. And like I said, the ratings were pretty decent, I felt like. Well, you would think like if you're getting millions of viewers that that can generate some serious money, you know, from sponsors and whatever. Uh, and if you're paying all the guys, like kind of, kind of pretty low salaries at this point, they're, they're what making like $4,000 a week, $4,500 a week per player that should be easily covered. And you should still make a pretty nice profit on top of that. I would well, think. and they got, they're playing in Birmingham for free. I think that's the biggest. I think the two biggest things is they're playing for free and they're not paying to be on television, which, you know, the XFL and AAF were doing essentially. Right. Of course. 
Uh, so, and then, like I said, you're still, you still haven't played home games with, with fans besides the Birmingham stallion. So I think good things are coming. The league was, I think is a hit and uh, you know, I'm excited for the future of it. Patty C uh, looking at the scores as we break down well, each, real quick again, to that? dial back on what you're saying. I love them continuing to bring back all the old franchises. I think a lot of those are locations that could work uh, in the future. And I was having a conversation online with some, uh, some people, well, someone, someone brought it up. I, I, I would love to give credit where it's due, but the mention of uh, potential local ownership, uh, you know, um, how nice would that be if we had a green Bay Packers situation with all of these uh, football teams, I, I obviously, and you said local ownership, I mean like civic ownership, like the, the citizens of the city own it. Like the, like the green Bay Packers citizens do. And I don't know. I think there's something more uh, organic and you don't have these moves. Like uh, I think the people in general are more likely to like want the game to be played outdoors than some owner like Dan Snyder trying to put his team in a dome so we can crank out some concerts in the off season. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Or yeah, no. And I think one of the things See, I mean, I've all, I've thought the I mean, we still watch the NFL, but we're not huge. We were diehard fans of the NFL, but we're not as big anymore. It's become so corporate, and I think a lot of it has to do with several different angles of 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 what has happened with that league. But I think a lot of it is like moving these stadiums outside of the city. I I think having the stadiums in the city. I don't care that they have less. I don't get. I don't need a hundred thousand stadium, a hundred thousand, a hundred thousand, a hundred thousand seat stadium to. Uh, to fulfill my expectation of what football should be. No, I thought it was fan. Like when we saw the XFL in 2020, when the DC team was playing right there in DC and the, the Dallas team had that baseball stadium and even the LA team, I know we went to a game. Um, I'm okay with it. I mean, I would rather it in LA be at that soccer field. That's right here at the by the Coliseum. But my point is, is make it look to go to an NFL game is like $200 now. Yeah. That's let alone the drinking prices and parking prices and food prices. Bring it back. I mean, the jets used to play at fucking Shea stadium. I thought that was way better than them playing at the Meadowlands. You know, like even if it was a shittier stadium, the fact that people could just get there, it was easy to get there. The Redskins used to be at RFK in DC. It was better for the sport. It's better for the people better for the fans. And you know, well, and, and you don't need that corporate dollar. You don't, I mean, yes, I'm sure that it is great for your, you know, but is it Jerry Jones? Yeah, that's great. You know, but if you're like, you don't see that in college football, you don't see like a big push for teams to go into domes because it's not being run by people that are trying to squeeze every single dollar out of their investment, you know, well, they kind of are, but not, not from a stadium standpoint, you know, and they know that the fans appreciate the game being played outside at the college level. That's what football's built on. I mean, look, I mean, I know the Redskins and the Titans and potentially the Chicago Bears are on the verge of having domes, and you're going to have half the league. And it, to me, it just kills personality of the of the league. I I you know teams have identities based off of their locations and in their stadiums, and and I just think it's it's not meant. The game was not meant to be indoors. Okay, yeah. if you have an occasional game indoors, fine, but uh, I am not okay with with half the league or even like honestly anything more than I mean, well, in the NFL, more than like three teams. Yeah. I don't, I don't think you surely have more than three, three and, dome and teams. certain teams going into domes. Like we said, the skins, the bears, like uh, imagine the Packers playing in a dome. There's no, nothing like terrible. Yeah. I would quit. That, those are all <laughs> on the same 
uh, like level to me as far as teams that need to be playing outside or something's wrong with the universe, you know? Yeah. So. No, that's the problem. Like the pussification of, of what's going on. I don't know if it's that, or if it's uh, just uh, the owners trying to be super, super greedy, but, yeah. but I mean, come on Michigan, Ohio state's supposed to be played outdoors. Army Navy is supposed to be played outdoors. Like these are not supposed to be indoor football games. Yeah. Football was created to be played outdoors. Agreed. 100%. Uh, that's a fact. I mean, go back and look at the history, know the history of football that did not they didn't just say, Hey, we're going to start and play this indoors. No, that was not the case. And it became, and it was actually played. It originated being played in cold weather. So uh, know your fucking roots. Anyway, <laughs> uh, look, we, we got, we got scores, buddy. Saturday. We look it's only Saturday, Sunday games this week, this past week, uh, the bandits, the stars, they were doing battle. Uh, I was, this was the, the lone game that your boy Dundee Covered, oh, um, man. <laughs> rare, rare off week for Dundee, dude. I got hit with some tough. I thought some tough beats here. I'm gonna go get into it. The stars get it done. I was on the stars money line. That thing cashed. I talked a little shit, uh, you know, posting a, a Dundee emoji, or not an emoji, but a Dundee gif, uh, right after this, and that's probably why I lost the remaining three. <laughs> um, Football gods. First losing week. Hey, it took six weeks to happen. It's gonna happen sometimes, but I'm gonna bounce back. Yeah, all right, we, we keep it honest here. We'll admit when we have an off one. Of course. I mean, look. I smoke and I drink, and um, I don't have stress, and I'm healthy. That's damn right. Okay, stars. Wisdom. Stars get it done. Thirty uh, five twenty eight. How about uh, the uh, box score on this one? Or how about the uh, st- the stat sheet? I should say. What do you mean by that? Well. For the stars to have won this game 35 to 28, while Cookus is throwing for 73 yards. <laughs> Meanwhile, Tamu on the other side is running or passing for 333 yards and four touchdowns. It's like, what? As a quarterback, that might be the, the worst like yardage differential in a loss ever. <laughs> Tam, uh, Tamu, uh, 61 yards rushing, led the. T- what? Why can't they fucking run the ball? I mean, actually, surprisingly. Philadelphia was able to run the ball because they had their struggles all year. Uh, but well, they really it was two runs by Coburn, you know, or Colburn rather. Yeah, that guy was a beast. Well, and he was stepping in for Paul Terry, who was injured. Uh, he had 18 rushes, 140 yards, three touchdowns. You know, I know Bo Scarborough got Player of the Week. I'm gonna this go ahead and disagree. I think yeah. Colburn should have got it. Or uh, or our guy on uh, New Jersey. Uh, Turpin. Yeah. Cavante Turpin. He's a beast, but uh, yeah. yeah, So the stars get it. I thought this was the biggest game of the week. As far as moving forward, I thought if the bandits win this, they'd be tied. uh, You know, they'd stay afloat in the playoff mix, which they're still just a game. Well, they're basically like a game and a half back. Um, And I thought if Pittsburgh or Michigan was able to get a win, you know, they were just one game behind Philadelphia. So I thought this was the biggest game of the week. Stars get it done as I projected. Uh, I can't say the same for the next one as Jeff Fisher. Well, another thing I want to touch on here is with this stars game is how they, how they managed to get these like short ass scoring drives. Uh, if I'm scrolling down here, they had one of 17, uh, 17 yard scoring drive of two plays. They had a 50 yard scoring drive. They had a, uh, well, I think BJ Emmons fumbled 
once 33 yard scoring drive. They had a 69 yard one, but I mean, almost all of their sh- scoring drives were on less than half of a field, you know? So amazing field position for them, help them win this game. Uh, and I believe the bandits lead the league in turnovers and that didn't stop uh, this, this past Saturday as they, they turned the ball over a few times. There you um, go. That's and the stars made them pay for that. So kind of what happened um, Good job for uh, old Bart Andrus there, Bart Andrus. And they, and, and even better for him as the Panthers and the Marlers lost. Yes. The, the Michigan Panthers lost to the, to the Birmingham stallions without, they were without shark dog le- yet again, mm. stallions moved to six and oh, man, I thought I was going to be able to cover this fucking game. I took the points. I think it was seven. Mm. Thought I was looking mm. all right, but man, not the case as Jamar Smith sliced and diced uh, and even Magoo came in in that oh what I think the third or the fourth. Um, I still don't understand why he's playing Magoo um, <laughs> because Jamar Smith's that much better. But yeah, although Jamar Smith uh, twelve of twenty five, good for forty eight percent passing, not exactly destroying the defense there. True. I mean he didn't have as good, but Magoo was what two for three. Um, so I guess yeah, a better percentage. Uh, on Saturday, but the offenses are still catching up here. This is definitely some old school football we're watching. I like it. Our boy Peyton Ramsey, shout out to Peyton Ramsey. He had a catch a 40 yard grab in that. He's been on the show before. And by the way, uh, USFL gambling podcast guest remain uh, pretty much undefeated. The only loss they have was between each other. So there it is. Let's go. I think what eighteen we, we and one or seventeen and one? I don't fucking know. Wow, that's incredible. Um, uh, but they get it done. Stallions get the win, and you know I was a bit surprised that the I thought Michigan would be able to hang around a little more defensively. Scarborough, Bo Scarborough had sixteen rushes, one hundred five yards. They did. They were without T.J. Marable, um, Osiris Mitchell four for for sixty three. Surprised Victor Bolden Jr. Only he had ten targets, but only three catches for eighteen yards. Screwed my DFS lineup up there, but uh nice win as 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 uh Skip Holtz, my boy, my boy Skip Holtz. All right, uh, I mean, do I Stays need to feed it here? That's right, legendary ECU coach Scarborough, the Alabama grad. Uh, getting the shine in Birmingham in front of the home fans. Nice little look, maybe contributed to his player of the week uh, award there, but uh, that's a, that's one of the first, like, I mean, I guess that's kind of what uh, Shea Patterson was supposed to be with Michigan. Bo Scarborough is a immediate success story of a, of a local player uh, kind of coming in and, and playing big. Yeah. What do you think? Yeah. I mean, he looked the part too. Uh, and I broke off a nice score even though I think he might've been out of bounds at the one yard line, but uh, in general, uh, he looked it's pretty nice pretty to get good. a college star at a big name program, you know, making an impact in the USFL. There you go in the city. You know, I know that Tuscaloosa is not Birmingham, but close enough. Yeah. Um, well, before we get to Sunday's action and then we're going to rank our teams and talk a little bit about the injury report. Um, I got to get us paid. All right. Let's do it. Gotta get us paid. I want to tell you that the USFL Gambling Podcast is brought to you by WinBet. Make sure to get down on WinBet's bet fifty dollar win two hundred dollar prom- promotion, where a fifty dollar bet qualifies you for up to two hundred dollars in free bets. Plus, the WinBet Casino is offering a hundred percent deposit bonus up to a thousand dollars. All users can receive a twenty dollar free bet 
when they win, lose, or push a three or more leg uh, build your own bet parlay between two uh, bet- between Tuesday no between Thursday and Saturday, players can take advantage of the offer on the NBA playoffs. The match is coming to win, and you can bet on it at Win Bet. Yes, Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers against Josh Allen. Patrick Mahomes. So Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers are minus 200. Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes plus 165. All right. There's so much to choose from. And all you have to do is download the WinBet app or visit winbet.com. That's W Y N N bet.com to get started today. Offer subject to change terms and conditions at winbet.com. Must be 21 or older president of the state to where you play through WinBet is available. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1 800 522 4700. We're also brought to you by Sleeper. Yes. Sleeper is the fastest growing fantasy platform today with millions of players. You probably already have a fantasy league on there. I know I do. Uh, it's a, it's a game changing product and it's really unlike anything else in the industry. And now you can make money on sleeper by playing their new over under game. It's super simple. First in any sport, choose two or more players you like and pick the over or under, for example, numbers of points in a basketball game or hits in the baseball game, then choose the amount of money you want to enter into the contest. And if you pick correctly, you can win anywhere from two times your money to 20 times your money. I mean, this is fantastic. The main reason I'm excited about over under on sleeper is that it's the only app where I can join my buddies contest and play together. So say you're going to the ball game with your buddy, might as well talk a little shit saying, Hey, I guarantee you I'm going to pick a better, you know, I'll beat you. I'll beat you right now. Uh, it's got a built-in group chat too. So even if you aren't at the same game, if you're at different games or just sitting on your, on your, on your fat ass, you know what I mean? You can, <laughs> you can figure that out. Um, it's insanely fun and, and it's, it's always great to sweat it out together. Uh, stop what you're doing and download the sleeper app to play their new over under game. Have fun with your friends and make some money people. Now on your mobile phone, you can join our listener group on sleeper at sleeper.com slash SGP and our sleeper will automatically match your first deposit up to a hundred dollars, hundred free dollars. There we go. That's right. Join our squad and get the hundred percent deposit bonus at sleeper.com slash S G P. We're also brought to you by manscaped Patty C sweaty sack. Summer is approaching. Oh yeah. <laughs> we have all been waiting for this <laughs> and it's time for you to prioritize the comfort of your crotch. That's why the Kings of crotch comfort manscaped have spent two years designing the most comfortable boxer briefs out there. And let me tell you, I've had the honor of testing these things out and these new boxers. I'm, I mean, it feels like you're uh, it's like Egyptian cotton. I don't fucking know. It's just, it's great. It's like you're floating. It's like your balls are floating. Mm. Right. And uh, I can Cloud say, balls. I honestly can say it's the softest fabric of any underwear I've ever touched. So uh, it, it, it's breathable. It's like, it's like you're uh, you got gills in your groin, Patty C. Oh yeah. They even trademarked the jewel pouch. So, you know, it's serious. I think it's time you invest in your family jewels. So uh, let your bulge breathe and get 20% off plus free shipping by using the promo code SGP at manscaped.com. This is, this is Robert Frost who wrote this uh, ad read. (laughs) (laughs) It is pure poetry. Uh, I tell you, look, let's say you're on a date and your partner catches uh, the manscaped on the waistband of your, of your boxer briefs. It's almost guaranteed to raise some eyebrows. Oh, that's and a panty I, dropper for sure. Dude, it's going to act like a billboard on, on, on the highway to pleasure town. All right. <laughs> and, and this thing, and, and uh, look that let's not stop there. They have the lawnmower 4.0, the best electric trimmer for below the belt grooming. This, this trimmer offers skin safe technology because look, you don't want to fuck around and, and you know, grab the, uh, 
grab the scissors. I don't know. Grab the electric razor. You don't know what the hell you're doing. You know what? Last thing you want is to harm that part of the, of the world, you know? Uh, so they're called the jewels for a reason. That's what I'm saying. Get that lawnmower 4.0. I am a client as well. And I I can, I can vouch for the product. There we go. Get 20% off plus free shipping with the code SGP at manscaped.com. That's 20% off plus free shipping with the code SGP at manscaped.com. You know, what's a nice feature about that product. What's that? the light on the, on the, on the razor or the, on the, uh, trimmer. Yeah. You like, you go camping with that light and you're using that shit. That's right. right. It's like a spotlight, you know, <laughs> and then bang. Oh uh, <laughs> man. That is great. We're also brought to you by athletic greens and their AG one supplement. You're probably saying Colby, the hell you talking about? Well, with one delicious, delicious scoop of AG one, you're absorbing 75 high quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source, superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help you start your day. Right. This special blend of ingredients supports your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy, your recovery, your focus, your aging, all those things. It costs less than $3 a day and you're investing in your health and it's cheaper than your cold brew habit. All right, come on to make it easy. Athletic greens is going to give you a free one year supply of immune supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash SGP. Once again, that is athleticgreens.com slash SGP to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. And last but not least, you're brought to you by IP vanish. Yes. Did you know that browsing online using incognito mode doesn't actually protect your privacy? That's right. Without added security, you might as well be, you might as well be giving away uh, your, all your shit to private data. I mean, I mean, all of your private data to hackers. I can't talk advertisers, uh, your ISP and other prying eyes. That's why I use IP vanish VPN to make it easy to stay truly private. We, we use it here at the SGPN studios. It keeps you secure on the internet. It, it helps you uh, safely browse the internet by encrypting hundred percent of your data. That means your private details, your emails, your passwords, your communication, your browsing history, and more will be completely shielded from falling into the wrong hands. Even your physical location will be hidden. IP vanish makes you virtually, virtually invisible online. All right. Dan Snyder could have used some IP vanish. All right. <laughs> Big time. Uh, Certainly, uh, John Gruden. <laughs> yes. John Gruden definitely could have used some IP vanish. Uh, it seems like, I mean, I, who else, who else got burned on the old email front a lot? I feel like, right. Yeah. Then some Sony execs a while back. They were yeah, being I'm racist. Sure they go, were being uh, racist political shit. on a, a bunch of different levels too. Yeah. I <laughs> think Everyone so, could use IP vanish. I think so. I think some Sony execs were being racist as shit to Denzel mm. between, mm. you know, but so I mean, gotta, gotta make it vanish. If you're going to be racist, you know? Yeah, I mean that's not, that's not the way I guess we wanted to spin it. If but you're a scumbag, if you're gonna be a piece of you. shit, it helps out too. Now it also helps <laughs> even if you're good, even if you're good, it helps because look, you just don't want like I I just wouldn't want to leave you, your banking information out there, stuff like that. You yeah. know what I mean? Like I am sure uh, Gandhi would have gotten hacked and you know screwed over if he didn't have IP Vanish. You yes. Know? See, that's how you know it's a good product when it helps the pieces of shit as well as the good people. You <laughs> know you what I mean? There you go. You're a salesman. <laughs> there you go. Sign me up. I'm gonna hit the road, go door to door like the like the fucking Avon lady yeah. trying to Piece sell of you shit. this. Good <laughs> person doesn't. Have <laughs> All right, folks. Look, Sunday we had action. The Pittsburgh Maulers. Well, Vad Lee and as JMU graduate here, Patty C.
They aren't here because they lost again. They're one in five. They lose by 10 to break a break a one, two, come on in. Now this game actually, you know, it was crazy. This was kind of a blowout, but in a way the Maulers battled back and almost for a minute there looked like they were going to push this thing in potentially into overtime, even though their offense was dog shit all game, but late badly made some plays. Uh, 198 passing yards. I want to say that's good for third of the week. Only two guys hit 200 this week. So give my guy bad some credit. 198 offensive yards for the Maulers, considering their first like four weeks. They they got to buy him a uh, yeah a slurpee or something. Whatever's (laughs) pushing about 60 yards a week before I feel like. But they still lose. Breakers get the win. Uh, Slaughter Sundays rock on. I mean, I guess the Maulers, in my in my opinion, they did look better, just late, late, and I get it. People, I like the slow pace offense of running to Madre London and Garrett Groshek, but in the two minute drill, they were they were definitely looking more prolific. Maybe they should stick to that. I mean, Garrett Groshek, fourteen rushes for seven yards. He did not. <laughs> He did not pan out like I had in mind. The white running back is dead. Let's let's be uh, honest. John here. Riggins ain't walking through that door, <laughs> man. Right. Uh, next up, we got uh, the Gamblers, the Generals. This was amazing because Kevin. Oh, first off, Kevin Sumlin continues his streak of having a halftime lead and <laughs> losing the game on a walk off. By the way, which I think has happened three times to the Gamblers. Um, <laughs> But the bigger concerns here is that look, I, I thought I should have covered this one too. Uh, but DeAndre Johnson got injured, and I don't have a, an update on how bad that injury is. It was kind of a non-contact injury. Gonna be interesting to see because I do think if you're telling me DeAndre Johnson's out for the year, I would be bumping the generals down some as far as overall rating. Luis Perez stepped up, he got it done, did yeah. exactly what good backup quarterbacks are supposed to do. Well, that, that was what gives uh, the generals an even bigger, uh, bigger level of success is a little depth too, on top of their talent all over the place. I got to think that them and yeah, well, when you look at them in Birmingham, I think they have the best quarterback situations. Yes. You could say the breakers have slower Sundays, but I don't think Zach Smith is on the same level as Luis Perez or perhaps Alex McGough. So uh, generals get it done. They're five and one. Some of this has got to be coaching because week in and week out, their completion percentage is insane. Between their three quarterbacks this week, seventy-nine percent completion percentage. That's just a really efficient offense they run. Mike Riley is a very good coach, and and what I'm impressed with is he's traditionally kind of pass happy. This year, it's ha- or with with this New Jersey Generals team that hasn't been the approach as you see. You know, going back to his days with Paul Bear Bryant. When he played for him, wow! They're dialing up a uh, kind of a run-oriented team until until this past game. This past well, well, even this shit. Yeah, they still thirty-nine ran the ball. rushes, yeah. twenty-nine pass attempts. Yeah, I mean, uh, but Perez stepped up eighteen of twenty-four, one hundred fifty-nine yards, a, a touchdown after he, you know he had a big fumble. Uh, but DeAndre Johnson was four of four uh, for fifty-two yards and a score before he got injured. Makes you wonder. Makes you wonder. Uh, Obviously, though, that's huge. And and Kevante Turpin, I mean, rushes for what thirty yards, just about, and then ten catches, one hundred and six yards, two touchdowns. That guy's a fucking beast. He is yeah. a beast. Electric. D'Anthony Johnson or D'Anthony Thomas. Who else would bring? Uh, 
He's got to be really, really small. You know, he's got a Ted Ginn element. I don't know who. To How's he not to. in the in the league? Let's be honest. He should be, but it's probably because he's like 155 pounds. Still, he's still better than like. I mean, there's some players that I see, and I'm like, okay, I'd rather have this guy than. I don't know. Yeah, but, he's a beast. But yeah, so let's get to the power rankings here, well, buddy. Uh, real quick for the generals, man. I mean, or not for the for the gamblers. Thorson had a good game. Let's admit it. 15 and 19. That's good for 79% completion percentage, three touchdowns and interception. They played really well. Their defense is good, man. Strip sack for the touchdown to take the lead late. I mean, poor Kevin Sumlin. I, I even can't, I can't really even blame him. I just feel like it's bad luck at this point. Uh, they they didn't have success running the ball though. They're not, they've been a run heavy team, but yeah, I mean, Thorson had one of his better games of the season. But only rushing for 57 yards on 19 carries. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Not gonna get it done. And then I even thought they were fortunate to get that. Like, I didn't think Thorson was like dissecting them. I thought the turnovers by the generals kept the gamblers in the game. Yeah. What happened on that uh that block field goal? Um they fumble it and then they got it back. The generals. So the generals actually went the whole third quarter. In in control right. of the rock, which was impressive. <laughs> the, uh, the gamblers started zero plays in control of the rock. They did possess it for about five seconds there <laughs> on that uh, block field goal, but they managed to give it right back. That was fucking hilarious. That so was. Uh, the generals moved to 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 five and one, and it makes me wonder. I mean, I can't really fully until I know DeAndre Johnson's out for a while. I'm still going to put the generals. I think they're the best team. Yeah. I mean, you got a pretty strong argument. I mean, that it's not like uh the Stallions quarterback play has been outstanding. And well, that, the generals that, still outgain the Stallions when they played. I think it was kind of one of those anomalies where, you know, Jamar Smith came in, it looked good, but I, I, I kind of still but, but I'll say this if DeAndre Johnson's out, I might have the Stallions number one. They're the clear cut two best teams in the league. Yeah. I think at number three, you gotta have the 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 breakers. Are you on par with that? Yeah, definitely. I mean, and breakers, bandits, stars, they all kind of, they're close, but I, I would definitely say the breakers are number three. And I think you put the stars at four. They just beat the bandits. Yeah. And then at five, I think you gotta go, <laughs> you gotta go bandits. They have three, one and five teams with the Panthers, the Maulers, the gamblers. Yeah. Um, at, and unfortunately now I'll say this, who uh, looking up, I, I know we're going to ch- check out later in the week. We'll have a DFS show where we'll go through me and NC Nick. We'll go through the DFS lineups. And also we have our preview and picks episode for this next, for this next week. Um, so two more episodes dropping on this feed generals play the bandits this week. Yeah. Any chance the bandits pull off a little upset. Uh, generals and the bandits. Um, yeah, it's possible. It's possible. Uh, oh, let me ask you what upset. Cause look, I mean, th- there's only one game on national TV, three on, on cable one on, or so, so one on Fox on Sunday, then the other three are USA FS one and Peacock now. And one that they put on TV was, uh, what was it? Generals versus Maulers uh, stallions versus Maulers. Yeah, so so the, I mean, the best team and the worst team in the league is the one they put on. Well, network I'll, TV. I'll be honest. All of them. I mean, I guess the generals bandits probably should have been the one they put on national TV, but the other three are kind of all from a record standpoint, not the greatest, but yeah, I get your point. Um, 
I mean, it's literally the worst matchup they could make in the whole league. And they put that <laughs> on network TV, everything else on Peacock way to go. No one on Peacock. The other two oh. on uh, the ones on Saturday are on USA and FS one. Oh, okay. But, but uh, I don't expect them to have a great ratings week this upcoming week, but uh, I'm trying to think what would be the upset generals, bandits, breakers, Panthers, stallions, maulers, stars, gamblers. You know what I think it is. I think it's the gamblers. I think uh, the gamblers can beat the stars. They are definitely do. I mean, I want to say at this point, if I'm not mistaken, the, the stars at three and three have been outscored uh, by more points cl- uh, over the course of the season than the gamblers have. <laughs> stars have been outscored by 12 this so far gamblers by 10. So, and, and let me ask you this, Ed, if you had to draft the one in five teams, gamblers, Panthers, Maulers, what would your pecking order be? I feel like it's, it's the, the, the order you just put them in. And I think it's pretty clear, you know, but I think the Maulers with Vad Lee might be able to beat the Panthers or the gambler or they, they the Maulers just the beat Panthers. the gamblers a week ago. The Maulers beat the, they did. Oh my gosh. On the last play of the game. Oh, I still <laughs> feel like the gamblers are the better team. <laughs> uh, I, I mean, but they should do a toilet bowl and they should, these leagues got to get fun with it. You're right. Vadley is, is a difference maker. Oh, that yeah. offense is moving better. It's moving yeah. better. It's you know moving better than it's been. Is, he, he can move, he's mobile and he actually can hit the short passes. You know, he can kind of pick pick the edges. He's got enough arm strength and enough accuracy to get it out to the edges. And like, you know, it, when you don't have speed runners to get to the outside, if you have a quarterback that can consistently hit receivers on the outside, then it's just as good, you know, and that's what he provides. Yeah. And I'm going to say the biggest game of the weekend is probably the generals bandits because the generals, um, I, the fact that bandits are still in the playoff mix but if they lose this one and, 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 and the new Orleans breakers beat the Panthers, then they would have a two and a half game lead on them. Mm. So I think that's probably the biggest game. And then the generals, um, I mean, I guess the generals can still afford a loss, but I, I would just think to get, to get up there one more win, go to six and one, I'm going to say it's unfortunate for the league that there's this level of, you know, separation uh, well, between, what? I mean, some of these were based off of like, just, I mean, the, the Panthers should not be one in five. The gambler should not be one in five. They missed yeah. like the Panthers, the Jeff Fisher missed field goal where they should have beat the stars. So it should have been a tighter race, but yes, having three dog shit teams record wise. Uh, yeah. Out of eight, it yeah. pretty much, you know, makes the playoffs kind of obvious at this point, unless like the, the next bandits. few weeks bandits and stars. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. We'll see. I mean, Bandit, bandits and breakers is the only compelling like playoff race at this point. Like that you, you could project uh, everything else looks pretty much set in stone. Unless the stars should sometimes may be good. Sometimes <laughs> may be shit, but we'll see. We'll see, you know, but you know what it, we, you deal with it. Sometimes it's not a great uh, regular season finish, but that makes for a good playoff because you do have these, uh, this super superior teams. I mean, general stallions both look excellent. Well, the, and the irony here is that the gamblers who you think probably is the best one in five team. They're the team. That's pretty much kind of eliminated. The other two have hope. Like if you're a Michigan Panther fan or a Pittsburgh Mahler fan, you're two games back from the stars. And I think you still yeah. play them. So, uh, yeah. you know, if there's hope out there, if you're, if you're a fan of the bandits, you still got hope. We come from down in Gator country. We are the proud of Tampa Bay. Here.
look, got got to hang tough, got to be rough, banded fans, because you're alive. Uh, Mahler fans, you're alive. Panther fans, you're alive. Gamblers are the, the the team that's kind of eliminated. But hey, strange things can happen. What happens this week if the Panthers win? They they, they upset the Breakers, and the Gamblers beat the Stars, and the Generals beat the Bandits, and all of a sudden you're saying, well, we were two wins out. You know, yeah, probably done, but you never know. You never wow, know. Two wins out with three three weeks left. This weekend could be a, a pivotal moment and really a, a good moment for uh, the viewership of the rest of the regular season. I'm sure the USFL is hoping for those upsets or at least the gamblers to win. Yeah. Yeah. But either way, it's encouraging news. The ratings last week and, and obviously the Fox report that we mentioned earlier. Guys, subscribe to the USFL gambling podcast and also. Make sure you check out the Sports Gambling Podcast Network and the Slack channel USFL because I feel like that is better. That's the best thing for USFL content. I truly believe that. Uh, USFL Gambling Podcast is on Twitter at USFL Gambling. I'm on Twitter at DColbyD. Patty C is on Twitter at Patty C831. NC Nick is on Twitter at NC underscore NICK. And guess what? Give us a five star review on iTunes already, people. If you do that, take a screenshot. Find me on Twitter at DColbyD. Show me your review and I'll send you a t-shirt brand new. Come on, let's do this damn thing. Um, also check out all of our other podcasts. Me, Patty C and NC Nick host the college football experience. That's I mean, Saban Fisher going crazy. That's fantastic. Uh, we got episodes out previewing the 2022 season. We talk college football year round there. We also have the college basketball experience. We also have, I mean, there's just a lot of avenues uh, that I think you'd be interested in. If you if you're just stumbling upon SGPN, we have uh, right now what the Triple Crown going on. Check out the Notorious OTB podcast for our horse racing. Uh, the NBA playoffs is going on. Check out the NBA gambling podcast. The NHL playoffs are going on. Check out the NHL gambling podcast. I also host the College Baseball Experience with me and Noah Beanick, where that that season's heating up. Um, also check oh, yeah. out, check out the MLB gambling podcast, MLB going on. I mean, we got it all uh, a NASCAR gambling podcast. Uh, there's a ton of stuff, UFC, soccer, all that shit's going on. Check uh, us like, out. like, like Colby said, follow us on Twitter, follow the college experience right on TCE on SGPN, right? And you're going to get these updates that, that is drawing me into the college baseball game. Just watching the, the clips that you guys are putting up all the time. Oh yeah. Look, I'm 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 dialing in. I'm getting familiar with the teams, their identities. All of a sudden, college baseball is starting to become a fun thing. Hell yeah, hell yeah! So check that out. And also, obviously, we're talking college football and college basketball there, and like sports gambling podcast. We talk everything. We talk everything. So check us all out. Uh, Shark Dog was on the show not that long ago. That was a lot of fun. Hopefully, we can get him back. Hopefully, he gets healthy. But subscribe to all that good stuff. And uh, yeah, let's uh, let's keep on rocking. I'm gonna go out with the. I'm going to go out with the gamblers theme. Fuck the Dundee theme right now. I want one and three. I'm going to avoid that, that bad juju there. I'm going to go go out and bring someone some luck. There we go. All right. Subscribe to the USFL gambling podcast. You better start thinking about yours and we out of here.